This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Cause Doug loves movies. Hey, everybody. <laughs> you don't have to... Res- Are you first-timers? I like it quiet and, uh, you know, too cool to respond. That's what I'm looking for. No, I, I love all of your reactions. And my name is Doug, and I love making movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you from the UCB Theater in Los Angeles on Tuesday, February 26, 2013. And I am happy to announce that my latest long, long in a holding pattern movie is finally gonna be available for your eyes and ears and whatever else you do with a movie that you can download. Yes, the greatest movie ever rolled will be downloadable at chill.com on March 11th. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's 311. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm going on a 311 cruise this weekend. Anyway, it costs uh, six blunts, a bucks, and uh, so invite some people over, you know, and have a 311 hashtag GMER party. Since last I spoke and you listened, I did a uh, double stack of Master Pancake movie mocks at the Alamo Drafthouse Ritz in Austin, Texas. We mock the unlikely double bill of Air Force One and the Little Mermaid. <laughs> and I won't say which film we were mocking when I said into a microphone, Daddy, he's in me. Okay, it was Air Force One. Sunday, but offensive things were said during Little Mermaid too. It was really an entertaining time. And uh, Sunday, we had a delightful TV interruption potluck at CineFamily here in Los Angeles that we recorded as a special app of Dining with Doug and Karen that is available now if you want to hear about all the foods people brought to, uh, to that event. And thank you to everyone for bringing that delicious food and for sitting through the three-hour and 35-minute Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, me and my co-interrupters, Karen Anderson and David Huntsberger. We endured the Oscars. And uh, I got 12 out of 24 correct on my Oscars prediction uh, predictions, so uh, I hope no one you know, relied on me in their Oscar pool and lost uh, because of me. I went to Disneyland yesterday. Here's a quick Disney tip. The Cove Bar at Disney's California Adventure is a great spot to watch the World of Color show that they do every night. You're welcome. <laughs> Today, I taped a You Made It Weird movies with Pete Holmes that will be available soon for a few bucks in the comedy album section of iTunes. And we watched Almost Famous. Lock the gate! <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he says it three times. It's very exciting. Um, so watch, watch us watch uh, Mark Maron and Jimmy Fallon and Nick Swartzen and Rain Wilson in Almost Famous. And um, I don't know why anybody would do it, but we did, we did it for you if you want to. From the corrections department, a few of you have voiced concerned about Bart the Bear being dead. And I guess apparently there's more than one bear who goes by the name Bart uh, in motion picture acting. Uh, yeah, yeah. This does not concern me. Also, the category is still Bart the Bear, movies that have Bart the Bear in them. Also, a couple folks have said that the, um, uh, the who's beating Gilbert Grape category uh, should be movies where Johnny Depp gets beaten, not Leonardo DiCaprio, because Johnny Depp played Gilbert Grape. This also does not concern me. <laughs> Uh, please concentrate on more important things, correction department. <laughs> that was just me kind of telling the corrections department how to do their business, because we don't really uh, interact that much. Uh, the prize bag is got a lot of stuff. Is got a lot of stuff uh, from me, a CD from someone who's about to come out here, but you got my smug life, uh, a copy of a uh, DVD of Super High Me, because it's, you know, it's never too late to promote that movie. And something to watch as a wind-up to uh, Greatest Movie Ever Rolled on uh, 311. 311. And I also included in the bag uh, the script of Dark Knight Rises. So you can, uh, can memorize it and be really good at the Lincoln or Bane game. And, uh, and we got, we got a, a, some, bo some books that we'll discuss with whoever handed them to me before I came out here. 
Uh, please welcome to the show Paul F. Tompkins, Andy Wood, and returning uh, winner Chris Hardwick. Okay. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. I just welcomed myself. I meant to say hello. Welcome to me. Welcome to me. It is an honor for me to be me. And you're here. This is exciting. I know you have a very busy schedule. It's Chris Hardwick, everybody. Uh, very busy schedule, and you, uh, you're here for a second week in a row. I'm very excited about it, but I think the smart money is on Paul F. Tompkins this week. <laughs> I really do. I disagree. Yeah. And I'm, I'm Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Indeed. Take it from me, Paul F. Tompkins. Uh, well, I, you know, I got to confess that I knew that it was going to be Chris. I knew that Paul F. Tompkins was coming down. I said, let's, let's make it an interesting matchup. So I did not call Natasha Legero. <laughs> I called just an example of someone who thinks movie trivia is stupid <laughs> and beneath her. Um, so I called Andy Wood is here, everybody. A perennial champion. And very appropriately dressed today. I am not at all outclassed by the gentleman who flanked me. <laughs> I know. What a, a weird that you picked the week I'm not wearing a hoodie. That's strange. You're wearing but a sweatpants But I am wearing blazer. a dirty, dirty jacket. <laughs> Doug, are you all right? It's, you know, it's springtime in California. So time to get on your tweed yeah, jackets. Uh, no offense. No offense, people listening to this on Snow Day. Uh, um, or while watching Snow Day. <laughs> That's a great Good idea. Movie. He's going to win. He's going to do this shit. I bet it syncs up. Yeah, watch Snow Day with Chris Elliott and Chevy Chase. Yeah. Watch, it with, watch it with the wall. Oh, like, yeah. Also, eat some drugs. Or Dark Side of the Moon. But that is a fun idea. Just put on a random movie, start Doug Loves Movies, or any movie podcast, no, and at some point, some shit is going to link up in a crazy what? way. What's going to link up? Some actor's name's going to be mentioned, and then they walk in, and it's a totally different movie What are the odds about. of that happening? Something will happen. I don't think so. Look at this stupid Wizard of Oz, Dark Side of the Moon thing. People will find something and cling to the idea that, oh, that really syncs up. Like, they're saying that if you watch The Shining backwards and forwards at the same time... <laughs> Who says that? Which, is, is which this, was is a this... film at a festival that I was at last fall, Fantastic Fest. They actually, you could sit there and watch it. I was watching something new that somebody created. But it's, <laughs> it's that movie that played backwards and forwards over each other. And there's all this. You mean so they project? So it's showing forwards, and they project it backwards over the. So you forward see projection. both at the same time, but you only hear the forward. Oh well, that's a relief. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to hear shit backwards. But but there are several points in the movie that people who are into this sort of thing and also think 9/11 was a you know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that was Donahue or Todd Glass that I just did, but uh, either way. Um, it's uh, things happen in the movie that like are it's crazy. Like it looks like somebody walks up to somebody else to give them a kiss and we it, weird uh, weird shit that makes people go, oh, Kubrick planned this, oh. which is absolutely insane. That would be such a pain in the ass. Oh, it'd be right? horrible. It'd be so They're hard like, to on do. On the off chance that anyone ever screens this. <laughs> The regular way with the movie backwards projected over top of it, 
I want to make it worth their while. Now, wait a minute. Okay, I'm with you there, but what if someone wants to take the aspect ratio and flip it vertically? Uh, is the film going to play that way? Look, I don't have all the time in the world. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, it's The Shining definitely has some interesting stuff in there. Like, uh, the little boy is wearing a sweatshirt that has a <laughs> spaceship on it that says USA on it, a which rocket. Clear, which Doug which clearly proves that Stanley Kubrick was, was the director of the fake yes, moon landing. Yes, of course it does. <laughs> what else could it mean? But others theorize that he put that sweatshirt on that kid to make fun of the people that thought he was the director. No, the, I don't see that. <laughs> He did, if you didn't think of moon landing, you want to plant some clues. Obviously, you yes. don't want to just fake it completely effectively. You know why? Because anybody who fakes a moon landing, they always suffer from moon landing <laughs> fake guilt syndrome, <laughs> and so they're always leaving little clues. Oh, MLFGS. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Wow. He read. He was reading The Shining, thinking to himself, "This is the perfect script. This is a perfect story for me to reveal that I really did the moon landing." <laughs> What a perfect place for me to reveal that information. And he turned down directing Capricorn 1. <laughs> Makes you think. We've got some older audience members tonight. Danny uh, covering up all the why footprints. Are they, oh, Capricorn, why are they older? Capricorn 1 is a fucking... That's, that's an a old deep pull. Cut. Yeah, but I have... Isn't O.J. Simpson <laughs> in that? Is this whole game is old I'm pulls. not kidding. O.J. Simpson is yes, in the Capricorn is, 1. Right. See, you thought uh, I was By the way, I've never seen that fucking movie. <laughs> I know so many things as references and only as references that I've never seen. I That's finally a good saw, reference. I saw Soylent Green two years ago, having had the movie spoiled for me for decades of my life. That probably makes it hard to sit through. It does. Because <laughs> there's nothing else to it. Yeah. That's the only reason it's remembered is because yeah. everyone, uh, that's a, that was a pretty decent twist. That and Zardoz is another movie where you hear <laughs> about it. People mentioning Zardoz to me lately. People, everyone, get off Doug's back about Zardoz. <laughs> Doug, I'm sorry about this. I get it. Wizard of Oz, Zardoz. I get it. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my God. What? How does, how does Sean Connery being in a weird Speedo and Lady Boots figure into the Wizard of Oz? Because <laughs> if he clicks those Lady Boots together three times... I didn't even know... I hope Lady Boots is not offensive in some sort of Seth MacFarlane way. <laughs> I didn't know what else to call it. Okay, yeah, my, I was going to ask oh, you guys. We, talk about we might as well get into it. Uh, what, Let's get into it. What happened on the Oscars? I think it's the first ever presenters discussing pubic hair <laughs> in the history of the uh, Oscars. There's a lot of uh, records broken. Uh, Is on, that a record? That <laughs> or what, you know, milestones. A lot of milestones. Uh, okay. almost did it every year. <laughs> a lot of milestones were achieved. Like a classic TV character coming down on a screen and interacting with a guy who produces a TV show. That, that's probably never happened on the Oscars. I, didn't, I did not see the I did not see the Oscars because Talking Dead is this, it was Sunday nights, and so I didn't see any of the I didn't see any of the Oscars. Crazy. So, a, a lot a lot of people were like, they, they every year they're like, it's the worst. How could it? Blah blah. And so a lot of everyone says it was so horrible. But then I talked to a couple people one on one, and they were like, ah, you know, it was fine. I don't know. Wasn't that? Wasn't that he bad? had some good jokes. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. But then there were all those jokes that made you go. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was like seeing the, the jokes that make you of go. the music mm. factory while watching it. Jokes that make you go. Indeed, I will say this: the uh, when he did the thing with Ted the bear, that um, that conceit, that 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 uh, you know, device of like a, a live person 
uh, interacting with an animated uh, thing uh, has come a long way technologically. <laughs> yes. It has yet to be it funny. It was impressive. <laughs> yes. It was impressive. It looked really good. He, Still not funny. He opened with an awkwardly worded joke about Ed Harris being short. <laughs> really? Yes. The bear comes out and he goes, is, is Ed Harris here? I can't do the bear's voice. Is Ed Harris here? And Mark Wahlberg's like, no, I don't think he is. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's gentle Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and, uh, I love that it's series. the happening Mark, Mark Wahlberg. It's and, the trees. It's got to be the yeah, trees. I think it's got to be the trees. Um, he, I'm the king of me, Jack. I, I say when I fuck, Jack. You're not the king of me. You're not the king of me. He says Ed Harris isn't there, which of course Mark Wahlberg would know because he, he also works the door. You're not the king of me, Doug. And, and he's then, got the clicker, right? Yeah, he's not. Ed Harris isn't here. And then the bear says, good, then we can take back, we don't have to leave this stool out here that he's standing on. So you don't have to leave it for the next short person. You know, Ed Harris, famous short person. Ed Shrimp. Did they, did they just skip right past the D's? DeVito would have been... <laughs> <laughs> fucking mini-me something. But Ed Harris? I don't know. Short actor? It's such a losing proposition hosting the Oscars. Like, there's no, you, there's no way to win it. One way to win it is not jokes about Ed Hor Harris being short. I guess. Or Ed like, Horace being Harris being far. But other people in the past didn't make short Ed Harris jokes, and they also got shit on. They're I just, just don't think I, people complained when Johnny Carson or Bob Hope did it. Or when the Steve next Martin day. But did the, but, it. Or but, Billy Crystal But who was going to complain, Doug? There was no social media, no internet, no anything. It was basically like People four didn't even outlets. have mouths. Andy, let's get in on this. <laughs> I have no opinions on this matter. <laughs> This is the most important thing ever. I think when Steve Martin hosted a while back, it, I thought he did a really great job. I it loved him. With funny. Alec Baldwin, the two of them? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. It was that, the year that he hosted by himself. Solo. The one with Alec Baldwin was strange it was because a, it's like, why is this happening? Steve Martin had the great joke where he was introducing Ben Stiller where he was like, you loved him in Meet the Parents, you loved him in something else, and you were fine with him in Mystery Men. Like, <laughs> that is such a great joke. <laughs> That was such a great joke. And then he got shit, too, the next day. And Letterman got shit. Like, everyone gets well, shit. Well, Letterman, this yeah. day, they're like, well, <laughs> Seth was better than Letterman. You know, they, like, still just keep hammering that. And I, I thought, except for the whole long Uma Oprah thing, Letterman was fine. Because he also kept his shit all very short. Like, right. Seth yes. MacFarlane was, like, the host that didn't, wouldn't leave. <laughs> like, he was hanging around a lot. Like, every time they went to a commercial break, he'd say what was coming up, which is normally just that lady voice. Right. He'd say it, and then, <laughs> and then he'd throw in another joke that had nothing. Why didn't he have a single thing about something that had happened during the show? Well, I don't think he's a big in-the-moment guy, right? I and guess, I don't but he could have some in-the-moment writers standing around backstage. I think they were all dismissed. Like, when they played the Joss, <laughs> when they played the Joss theme, I thought that it would ultimately be Bruce Valanche would run out. That was the most <laughs> insulting thing I've ever seen. When they were playing the Jaws team to but play Bruce people Bruce was off. the shark in Jaws, you guys. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry, Andy. I kicked your leg. I'm so furious about this Jaws theme thing. <laughs> I thought they'd change it up at least. Do a different, like, uh, you know, like... I couldn't believe they did it more than once. Something. More than... Well, that, that wouldn't have made it better. <laughs> right, so they're, they're in the front row going, One, two, Freddy's coming for you. But that sec the second time it happened, I, 
I honestly thought, I, I, I honestly had the thought, I cannot believe, and I said this on Twitter, that after the first time, that the people responsible didn't say, oh, it's, when you see it play out, it's really insulting and horrible. Well, not only that, but here's my resignation. The one thing that I did hear was that the, you know, the, the visual effects industry is, is being dismantled. And this guy got up to, uh, like all these visual effects houses are laying off tons of people oh, yeah, and they're going it, out yes. of business and Rhythm and Hughes, like legendary places and... Ashford and Simpson. And they <laughs> Peaches and Herb. Go on, Chris! <laughs> you know what they need to be, Doug? Reunited. <laughs> That's a Peaches and it Herb song. Good. Damn it, you fucking young audiences. <laughs> Get, go do your Peaches and Herb homework and then come back here. <laughs> We'll meet back here next week, and then we'll all have a laugh about the reference. Yeah, it is, your, it is Black History Month, you guys. Yeah, come on, seriously. Do your peaches and Why herb Why you gotta work? be racist? Do your uh, peaches and herb work. So it... Uh, <laughs> is that what you said? Time. Yeah, I did. But I, th- but I heard they played that guy I off when... I anybody heard it. <laughs> no, they didn't. I heard they played that guy off when he was starting to make the, the visual effects businesses yes. really... And they are yes. like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Enough, uh, nobody. We have famous people coming up. <laughs> it's it's The whole thing is weird. That, that, yes, that no, someone's hold giving on a second. Thanks. I feel like people are acting like... I was saying in my own voice, that guy is a nobody. That is the point I'm trying to make, is that it was mean. Why are just you that character that you just did? P- Paul, where'd he go? <laughs> I mean, they Hello, moved, they I'm moved, a new person. Like, some, some of the biggest awards they give out, like they gave out an award to Hal Needham for being awesome, and uh, uh, they, the humanitarian, not the humanitarian award, but they give like awards like that, and they shuffled that off into another show. But in this show, they're still giving out an award for the best documentary short. When have you ever seen a documentary short? Like, they do not play them before movies that we go to. Why don't 60 they? Minutes is all documentary shorts. Why, why don't they play those before the movies we go to? I, well, I, because they're short, not documentary shorts, but why but not movies the, are too the, long. the entertaining movies are too long, shorts? Because movies are too long. They want to show that extra showing each day. I know, but why don't Especially they, they, with two-hour and 45-minute movies. But then this way, they wouldn't have to pad the movies out if they were using these things to pad out the time. Oh, you think that like Tarantino made that movie so long because there wasn't a oh, documentary? No, he's, he's an insane person. <laughs> I'm talking about like if you pad out an Avengers to over... T- that's ridiculous. That a movie with fake people in it is over two hours long. Like people that aren't even yeah, there. You, you know can what I mean? make up that they're not around for as long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so easy to do. Uh, I mean, also, it's not a true story where you have to include stuff <laughs> where it's like, well, people, it'll be a crazy jump in time I don't if know. we go from Hawkeye being possessed yeah. by the aliens <laughs> to then all of a sudden being on their side. It's like, barely I mean, even based on a book. Yeah. Everything's based on a <laughs> So much has happened exactly. in those comics it's that based nobody on can go, I can't believe you left that out. Doug, it's based on scribble scrabbles for kids. <laughs> Oh, I have to. I forgot. Andy Wood. Andy Wood brought. Oh, there goes Chris to get his prize for the bag. Uh, Andy Wood brought a uh, 2012 Bridgetown Comedy Festival shirt, and the it qualifies as vintage. Now. 2013 Bridgetown oh. Comedy Festival is uh, happening in April. April 18th to the 21st in yeah, Portland, so Oregon. Go to Portland and watch a lot of great comedy and and uh, sketch and things. I wish I could be there, but it's April 20 weekend, and I, you know, I've got things to do. What happens then? <laughs> Celebrate Hitler's birthday. <laughs> And then, what is this? What is, who brought this? I brought that also. Uh, I just, what, is, what is this? Who brought this? What, what is, is this shit? What is the meaning is, of this? What is, is this Ed Harris-sized book? <laughs> it's a tiny book. I like tiny books. Can somebody bring a stool out here for me to put this? Uh, oh, here comes Ed Harris. Tiny book on. Did, was Ed Harris there? Did they cut him in the audience going, I don't know. <laughs> I wonder I, I, if they I meant sure? to have, wasn't there. I wonder if they meant to have a clip of him from the Oscars where Ilya Kazan got that Lifetime Achievement Award and he was in the audience with his arms folded. 
And maybe that was going to be the gag. I don't think so. I'm giving him some credit. <laughs> trying to, trying but to all in all, wait, you never said what was your... What but was your maybe everyone at the Academy hates him, so that seeped into Seth's They should comedy. all hate each other. <laughs> what Com- was your Comedy ultimate? was like, who... What? Thumbs up, thumbs down on Seth? What was your ultimate... Oh, I think... I, I, it's, Pretty much the way I feel about Family Guy. Some of those jokes were really funny. <laughs> right. Okay. Got it. It's very. It's a, he took a very scattershot approach, but it also he did a whole number about boobs and which ladies have been naked in the movies, and he's singing about like the accused and like it's movies where women are naked because <laughs> they're so being attacked. Funny. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Boys don't cry, you know. But he was trying to be edgy, and it was you know it was, but it was not in the right way. But uh, did, did the did the did the Academy like speak out against it or something? No, it's... no, and he got the uh, best ratings in like 3 or 4 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, but he also says he's already preemptively said he never wants to do it again. Right. Chris, if you'd like to hear more about Seth MacFarlane's experience with the Oscars, try the internet. <laughs> the... That's where I got all that shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Doug like right when I was writing I it on Wikipedia. Well, I'm curious. Whoa. Wait, Paul. If I go to the internet to look up Seth's Oscar stuff, what kind of stuff will I find? Well, hey, oh, you almost got me! Oh, damn it! <laughs> Don't look up Seth's Oscar junk. That's a totally different. That's bad. Yeah, that's the guy whose dick looks like a. <laughs> she saw it. It looks like an Oscar. Um, oh, generosity in the Who brought this? I, I brought that. <laughs> It's the it's the thirty three and a third. It's it's the book about about Fle- the Fleetwood Mac album Tusk. Uh, but Paul, I'm so confused because there's, it makes so many, sense. there's so many it books does. this week. Listen. Did you bring these books? I brought I'm those. Sorry brought about these books, books. Doug. <laughs> I just thought that these people would like it. Paul brought Laboring Under Delusions. His uh, very successful. That's right. <laughs> these guys. Grudgingly nodded, like, nah, yeah. I, I, I decided against bringing my good. own comedy album in favor of a book about Tusk. I'm sorry. So, you brought these books, Chris? Well, why I'm did not... you run backstage to go get the prize when it's sitting right in front I of you? I didn't. Me? I went back to get my backpack because I realized that there's no one back there and weird people just walk in from outside. <laughs> that is true. And, like, people just appear back there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't leave my bag back week, there. Last sure. week, there was a weird lady that took somebody's um, jacket. But, uh, at, uh, I, I'm on all these, I'm on all these bizarre. <laughs> I'm on these bizarre, like, sci-fi romance novel it's on book the internet, lists. You guys. And so I brought these from, uh, these were sent to me. This is uh, Fiona McIntosh. So you uh, haven't read these? I've not read those. Uh, you know Fiona McIntosh, she's a scrivener. Yeah, she is a scrivener. I assume so. I and mean, this is it's her tale. It's a scrivener's tale. Yeah, this is her tale. But this is weird to call Fiona McIntosh now, is she some friends? other guy's tale. Is she friends with Bartleby? I, Bartleby the scrivener? They, they must yeah. be. I would prefer not okay. to answer you. I know people love the Krampus in Krampus, America, the, so here's Krampus, a book. Krampus the Yule Lord. Yep. He finally has a book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he also g- finally got turned from a log into a lord. Yeah. And then this is, this got sent to me too. It's Variety's issue on violence in uh, entertainment. With oh, a fun. with a right, bu- right? With a gunshot in the middle of with a, a gunshot bullet in the wound middle. in the middle. Get of it, it, everyone. Yep. This this magazine should have sticks, sticks, violent picks. Worn a. Okay, great. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. A twelve dollar value. Yeah. Is that, what, is that what they want for it? What? I don't know. I just oh, okay. I figured all of them put together. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. That, you could get that. Yeah. Chris, thank Will you. Will Farrell could get that at his yard show. Thank yard you show. Uh, for respecting the fact that uh, uh, Fiona McIntosh is Scrivener's Tale. It's an uncorrected proof, and it's not for sale. And you're giving it to someone <laughs> rather than trying to sell it. 
Bless you. Very, were yeah. you sneezing or were you having a yes. fit? No, <laughs> it was very, you were taking over my show. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm putting everything in the bag, and I guess there was dust in the bag. Dust in the Practical bag. Joke. Why would anyone here know what that is? I don't know. Everyone no here was born after song, 91. Yeah. I feel like we're painting ourselves into an old corner, guys. <laughs> Same old corner. Did we say everything we want to say about anything? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I usually ask you guys what movies you've seen. Is anybody dying to talk about what movies they've seen? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> then let the games begin. Oh my gosh. Is that Doug Bainson? It is. There we go. Let's just pick the name tags right now. Let's get that over with. Go get who you want to play for. Chris has got a uh, TARDIS in his hand already. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Good call on that. Ooh. I knew Ooh. that was going to happen, bringing back uh, somebody two weeks in a row. No. That people no. would know what to bring. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> is it no. make a noise? The... I hear a woot monkey. I see some cookies. Oreo cookies and a TARDIS box. Oh. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> Chris got a TARDIS box. Yep. Does it have, what's your name? Tanya. Tanya TARDIS? Oh, there it is. Tanya! I okay. Get on oh, she you. put it in little letters on there. That's cute. Yeah, right where it would be public. And it box. makes a noise when you open it. What does it do? Say, I'm a new it Doctor Who. It should, but it doesn't. <laughs> Shazbot! <laughs> Chris, you They're ran for old. that. You ran for that so fast. I feel like you, you saw the outline of it before you even saw what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I uh, I did. Uh, now th this one's not working, but I do. I can just do this. It's my ringtone. So if you want to put the two together, now you have that. Okay, that's, that's the, noise the TARDIS that it makes duck. on the show. <laughs> Sounds like it's just flying around or something. Now yep. again, TARDIS was a Peaches and Herb song, correct? Is that what this <laughs> is? That's right, sweatshirt. Okay. <laughs> Special K. Special Katie T is mine. Katie. Yeah. Special Katie. She uh, wrote her name on a Special K box. Sounds my favorite like a cereal. Terrible it's nickname for a slow girl. I'm, not, your favorite I'm not kidding. I All prefer right. the red berries to the chocolatey delight, but this will do in a pinch. Well, wait, does it have chocolate in it? I guess so. Yeah. Does he get to keep chocolate those? Why isn't that your favorite cereal then? I didn't know. Thank you, Katie. I didn't know it existed. Who wants that berry shit? shit? You're a grown yeah. man. You can eat what you like. <laughs> Special Katie. It says Special Katie on it. That's really nice. <laughs> I can't wait to do Talking Dead. Like, I can just one point, just when the shot is on me, go, so what are we talking about here? <laughs> talking Dead? You want to talk about Talking Dead? Walking yeah. Dead? Yeah. And then run off and get a bag from backstage. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever do it, they that call old, That they old studio, I would not have left a bag back there. <laughs> not back there, no. No, the old, I, but the new one's good. I thought I'd never hear from you guys. No, and I called and they asked me for a date I can't do. Let's Sorry, not wrestle for control of this box. Okay. <laughs> it's my name tag. Describe it, please. Well, it's a box of the popular uh, seasonal cookie, uh, Thin Mints, brought to you by the Girl Scouts. Um, and the person I'm playing for is, uh, she calls herself Brits. Thin Brits. Thin Brits. Is this the first time that everyone's got chosen food? Because There's food in the TARDIS? <laughs> Because Doctor Who gets hungry when he's flying around in that thing. Yeah. It's double stuffed Oreos. They're bigger on the inside. It's twice as much stuff. You're supposed to whisper when you fight about Oreos. Right. So. Oh, that commercial. That's right. That's a funny commercial. Yeah, reference from now. <laughs> these, young, people were born, people, these people were born nine minutes these ago. People are, <laughs> these people are from no time whatsoever. Oh. Yeah. A paradox. <laughs> this calls for Doctor Who. <laughs> 
and some Girl Scout cookies. And this specialist of keys. The specialist, <laughs> the specialist of case. All right. Can we, do you think we can play a quick build a title? Because people love yeah. it. And yeah, they I want can. us to do it. All right. And uh, so I'm not going to give you guys a lot of time to think on these. It's going to be fast, fast action. So uh, how do they do it on Jeopardy? The the person who won when they get to go first because they won last week. Sure. Okay. I think that's how we're doing it. Okay. Um, in honor of the best picture of. Two, two Oceans 12, according to uh, the Motion Picture Academy. We are starting with Argo. So you, Chris Hardwick. Right? It sounds impossible. Turns out it's easy. <laughs> it sounds... <laughs> okay. D- does build it... a title with one word as the big starter title? That seems very odd, but it works. Does it's it easier, count? actually. Yeah, right? Yeah. Maybe. Does it count if I say Fargo? That yeah. is correct. All right. <laughs> Already rhymes. Oh, that's what that it. deserves. You know what? I thought we were doing the other one for a second. <laughs> I wondered why you I was thought like, this will be so thought. easy. <laughs> oh, because ABCD's nuts. Yes. We'd only go through four letters. Exactly. I get it. Yes. I said it was going to be a quick one. Doug, too many. Ooh, talking like the variety guy. Yeah. Hey, variety guy here. I'm on a deadline. And now it goes to me. Uh huh. And Mr. Hardwick has said Fargo. Yeah, so you need something that ends in far or begins with go. Far Go Lucky Man, starring Malcolm McDowell. He named an actor. It must be a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is a real thing. It's not Go Lucky Man. It's Oh Lucky Man. Yes. But yeah, but it works. It yeah, I know. Works. That's why I said it. <laughs> I was just clarifying the way you said it. But you said it. You were clarifying it to me. You said <laughs> Clarify it to these people. I look at the guests when, during the show when I'm speaking. I don't turn and tell all of them because... I'm, you know, the people that are listening to this, you know how it works, Paul. Um, <laughs> I just shared a moment with this young lady in the front row. Oh, I, lucky lo- I looked at her like she was the sitcom camera, as if to say, that Doug. <laughs> and then she was very unsure what to do and eventually settled on mirroring my reaction. Then we looked at each other for too long. <laughs> Is that pretty much what happened? Pretty accurate? Yeah. Oh, this lady chiming in. Why? No, this was between us. <laughs> I was hoping that it would go uh, far. Go going ape was what was what I predicted. It's not bad. Yeah. Okay. So it's uh, Fargo Lucky Man. And then in this game, the word the <laughs> is irrelevant, right? You can you leave can out the a the. the. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you must drop the the. Fargo Lucky Man who wasn't there. Correct. <laughs> I knew you'd get it. <laughs> Thank you, um, I haven't seen it in a while, but I, I like that movie. A Bridge Too Far Go Lucky Man Who Wasn't There? Yes. <laughs> we'll drop the A in A Bridge Too Far. Mr. and Mrs. Bridge Too Far <laughs> uh, Go Lucky Man. <laughs> Paul, wake up there. Paul, oh, Paul, it's February. Strength training. 2013. Musty. <laughs> Who's crashing? Who goes to the Oscars? Who? <laughs> it's still who, Seth MacFarlane. It's still going on. Was it there? So beginning with there, ending with Mister. Gorillas in the Mister and <laughs> Mrs. Bridge too far. Go like lucky it. man who wasn't there. So Chris, ending in gorillas, <laughs> which is a, always appropriate. Or beginning with there. Gorillas 
uh, in the mist. You don't have to know the whole thing. Oh, okay. I thought that was part of the game. <laughs> it's fun sometimes, but we're in a hurry. Uh, <laughs> man who wasn't, there she goes. Who's in that? I don't know. It's the title of a popular song from the 90s. I figured uh, someone made a movie out of it. Nice try. No Graham Elwoods in this game. <laughs> Palm strike! You're out. <laughs> Paul? Uh, are gorillas in the mist? <laughs> and Mrs. Bridge? What was the rest of it? The bridge. Too far. Too God far. damn it, it works. It you fucking works. <laughs> yeah, it does work. But I don't, this is unprecedented. Doesn't mean it's not... Is it? I feel like someone... I feel like I did this before. You probably did. You probably did. But we could, we could play that. <laughs> Just right. recreate uh, the whole thing. Fargo Rillas. <laughs> a bridge to Fargo Rillas and the Mr. Fargo. We'll see what uh, what it's, did you have in mind when it, just, when it was just when it was just Argo the first time. What what were you thinking? You probably had something in mind. It's a Mandelbrot. Well, it's just Argo now, not Fargo, right? You yeah, Fargo. just Argo. Let's do Dark Star Go. Is yeah, that a movie? That works. Dark Star. I think. Yeah. Yeah, Dark Star. Science go. fiction classic. Why did you go Fargo. Oh, yes. <laughs> or, key, we, or Key Largo. <laughs> no, but if you did Fargo, we could have done the exact same thing and just keep building You guys on would it. have loved that, right? That would have been the best entertainment. Or A Gentleman's Embargo. Mm. Mm. Not really a title. <laughs> I still contend that Donnie Dargo would have been. <laughs> Donnie Dargo. No, I'm glad you went no, with Dark Stargo. Okay. That, that works. So, uh, uh, Paul, ending in dark or beginning with uh, there? Uh, don't be afraid of the dark. Star, okay. go, et cetera, et cetera. Who's in that? I don't remember. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> uh, that's absolutely a movie. I thought Katie Holmes. Oh, oh, Katie Holmes? I thought it was a TV series. It's about series. the Tooth Fairy. Oh, there must be two of them. Are you is afraid of the Dark is a TV series? series? Is it? Is yeah. it an R.L. Stein joint? <laughs> <laughs> you guys all sound like you kill people. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, you went too I far with that I just made that up. I made it up. Um, where are we? What's happening? Uh, it's to Mr. Wood. Ends with Mr. don't Wood. or begins with... I ends with don't or begins with of... there. Uh, I think we might have a winner, Paul. There and again. There and again? <laughs> That's not even English. Those are just... Words. That's, yeah. You know that Lifetime movies don't count, right? Uh, um, yeah, I don't know if that's a movie. And I don't, I don't, it's not worth looking up. It doesn't matter, but it does mean that Paul Tompkins is a winner of Build a Title. I mean, just foreshadowing what's going to happen in the competition. Oh, I don't know. So what order do we go in there? We came, there we came across that way, so... Oh, my God! Oh, Jesus Christ! There will be blood! You're yeah, right! That movie, Paul. So, oh, wow. That, does that guy have a microphone? Um, He's mad that you didn't think of the movie that you're in. When, it wasn't when, his call when to When make. was the time was to think mine. of it? The there. man who wasn't there will be blood. Sorry, I liked what I did, Sam. <laughs> he still fun. won. Oh, what yeah, he fuck? did still win. <laughs> oh, that was, was Sam Levine. But he didn't win the way oh, that I wanted Sam him to win. Sam Levine, a.k.a. Lil Wolverine. Oh, that was Sam Levine. Yeah. He can't just be in the audience, can you? S-A-double-M. Listen, You're Ed Harris. Since you shaved you your side chops, <laughs> <laughs> little Wolverine. Okay, he's gonna be on the show again soon, though, because I, I like I like winners. <laughs> um, <laughs> did that come out wrong? We'll start with you, Paul, and then we'll go to 
with Chris because we were going the other way. Sure. On you get to pick a, a category, Paul, mm -hmm. between or among. Oh. Just gotta, there, there and again. Just gotta, <laughs> there and again. There and again. How often am I on this podcast? <laughs> there and again. There and again. <laughs> now <talk>. away. <laughs> what? Okay, there, I got it. All right. Um, here's your three options, Paul. Mm. Would you like uh, legal in Mexico? Uh, that's motion pictures that just turned 13. <laughs> movies that are it was 13 years ago that they came out H Christ I know I, I didn't even say who submitted it because it's, it's also it's also a groaner at Crunchy Jim Sock <laughs> celebrating a birthday today is past and future guest Steve Agee so the films right. of Steve Agee <laughs> <laughs> And uh, at Randy Lawson, our friend out in uh, the Philadelphia area, suggested, I know what you did last supper. <laughs> and it's uh, religion-themed movies. I would I like to choose, I know what you did last supper. Okay. Two and a half stars from mm, Leonard. Mm, okay. This. I'm gathering the information. <laughs> It's good to have you back on the show, Trivia Robot. <laughs> <laughs> the year is 2006. Facts collected. <laughs> <laughs> the year is 2006. And uh, Mr. Malton calls this a familiar saga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he says that the screenwriter gets credit, but they fail to credit the original author. So that's fun that he said that about a religious... You mean the Lord? <laughs> Whoever Leonard thinks made up this story. And, uh, and he also says it has a detailed script. I know, terrible clues, as per usual. And he lists seven names. How many names do you think you can get it in? Paul F. Tompkins. I think I can name that movie in four names. Oh, man. Now we Why go is to... sad about it? I don't, that's, you Chris just jumped Hardwick. right to four. There's only seven. <laughs> I know, but I was, would have said six. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can get in that box and go to another time. <laughs> um. <laughs> you can get in that box and go there and again. <laughs> oh, the adventures we shall have. That would be a good title of a Doctor Who episode, right? There and again? Yeah, why not? Here and once. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I guess fourth what? Uh, I'll say three. I'll say I'll say three. Three says Andrew Wood. I at the risk of negative one. Negative one. Oh, <laughs> negative one. At the mm. risk of what? Keeping on doing that thing that you hate that I do when I'm on this podcast. Oh, is you overbid? I just do negative one a lot. I don't know. And I hate that? Maybe not. I guess I thought you no, did. Just wear a jacket next time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all Doug asked. Show asks some respect. <laughs> exactly. This is, the, this is the jacket of a soccer coach. <laughs> all right, Paul. What are you going to do with that negative one bid? That's what I would do with it. Yeah. 
Well, I am. If it's the movie that I think it is, I am damned if I do and damned if I don't. Um, on the topic of religion, see movie. <laughs> so just for fun, I'll say negative two names. <laughs> two right, people Chris. floored by the action. The rest in a coma. <laughs> Did um, I already ask you, Chris, if you could be here next week? No, you haven't asked me yet. Okay, well. I'm not going to win tonight. I'm just a little a foreshadowing. He and just, even if I get close, I'm going to throw the two. match just so I can... He make... just said negative two. Yeah, uh, I see. Uh, okay, negative 19, 2006... I don't know why I feel like I'm doing calculations in my head. <laughs> I'm carry the one. Uh, all right. NTM, name that movie. All right. Thanks for shortening it, but then also saying it. Yeah, I, I made it twice as long. <laughs> I'm going to say is the first name Mel Gibson. Wait, you start with the name of the movie. Oh, start with the name of the movie? Yeah, yeah. Is it The Passion of the Christ? And then who are the top two build people? Mel Gibson. And then who? Meadowlark Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not? <laughs> who am I thinking? No, it's it's Oscar Isaac. <laughs> Oscar Isaac. And Keisha Castle Hughes, and the movie's called The Nativity Story. Oh, Chris Hardwick gets the point. Oh. What did, did you? you Meadowlark Lemon. Nativity story. No. The Globetrotters van. Did you think you knew it? Jim Caviezel, I was going to say Passion of the Christ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's, oh, that I was, was going to say Jesus, Jesus was, was in that also. Gibson wasn't in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just directed I it. really got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I got it super wrong. Yeah, you really wrong that one up. <laughs> All uh, right, Doug, it's one thing when I say it. <laughs> <laughs> You're the dumbest. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> That means that Chris got the point, and uh, we'll, so we'll start with Andy and then uh, move towards uh, Chris, who challenged Paul. Andy, would you like, in theaters now, Tango Unchained, which is <laughs> Sylvester Stallone gets out of prison, <laughs> or Dom and Dahmer, which is motion pictures about serial killers? Uh, I, like, I like Tango Unchained. Okay. Let's do that one. Who doesn't? 19... We're about to find out. <laughs> 93. Two and a half stars for this movie that uh, has Sylvester Stallone in it and he gets out of prison. And uh, they, he, Leonard says it's fast, surprisingly funny. <laughs> he also calls it a blood letter. And I, I've written those. It's painful. But they're surprisingly funny. <laughs> and he names seven people in the cast. Let me double check. Yes, they're all people. How many do you think you can get it in? Andy? Negative uh, three. <laughs> I forgot that I hate you, but I, you're reminding me now. I'm supposed to pretend like I haven't seen no, this movie. I was 16 years old. Oh, don't I was, say I was, okay. too much. <laughs> What's going to happen? What's going to happen? I don't know. I think uh, we, we go to Chris. I know, I know what the movie is, but I don't know what the fourth name is. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to name them in order. So I think I'm just going to have to have Andy name that movie. All right, Andy. 
Let's hear it. The movie is Demolition Man. And the stars are Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes, and Sandra Bullock. You son of a bitch. I knew, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna... Now, let me ask you this. Can I ask you, just to see if I would have been right, is the fourth name Benjamin Bratt? No. It's the is fifth. It Dennis it's the fifth. Leary? Is it no, Taco Bell? It was the, the not at all. It would have been the guy who played the villain. Nigel Hawthorne. Nigel Hawthorne. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have gotten it. That's yeah. so fucking frustrating. You had to pick three. A lot of you the shows... You sweatshirted <laughs> cock. A lot of... Whoa. What? I loved oh, that movie. Wow. I didn't love it, but I saw it. Too it late. It was a fun movie. You're on the record to say you loved it. There was so much Taco Bell in that movie. So much Taco Bell. So much Bell. Taco Bell. And, and then the, the joke. Podcast, people can rewind it that and hear joke, you say it again. That joke about the seashells and that the toilet movie. paper. And you saw Wood, like a Taco Bell commercial that had a Dennis Leary rant in it. You'd also think that was a great movie. <sighs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm a simple man. What if Rob I, Schneider and a spaghetti robot <laughs> rolled on in here right now? That was Judge Dredd. Oh, was it? That's right. Who, yeah. What's the difference, really? <laughs> that's the one I'm thinking of that I love. That's the one. That's not... You didn't make it better. Why are you... Yeah. Just stay out of... Oh, you guys. I didn't love that stupid demolition, man. I love Judge Dredd. <laughs> okay, so... Cliffhanger, though. Seriously, you guys. Go... It's a good movie. All right. Go hang off a cliff. That sounds good. That, that sounds saying? good, Paul. We'll start with you, Paul. Sure. Who cares? <laughs> fun watching other people play this game Paul and then Chris Paul gets to pick martial art films uh -huh. that's films directed by Penny or Gary Marshall right. <laughs> <laughs> the hoity-toitier ones uh, and uh, Bruno, Bruno Mars that's uh, Bruce Willis in space <laughs> now see how do and so many people in this young audience get that he called himself Bruno <laughs> when he made that dumb album a million years ago. I think they're enjoying the current Bruno Mars part of it and then just putting it together. They know those words. Doug like, also has a way of just saying things funny, even if you don't know what <laughs> the true. reference is. It's true. Mar Mars is in space, and Bruno's a common nickname for people named Bruce. No. <laughs> That Who was, do Seagram's Golden Wine Cooler <laughs> commercials at the height of their movie star draw. Right. I know what you did last summer, and that's motion pictures that were released last summer. I was hoping it was the films of Summer Glau. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you're in it? I'm not in it. You're in that one. Isn't she the thing in the no, movie No, she was in? in the Terminator TV series, and I, oh, I was okay. in Terminator 3. Who was the lady Terminator in the one you were in? Christina Logan. Uh, <laughs> she was the Terminatrix. Mm -hmm. She was the Terminatrix. That's what they called her, the Terminatrix. That's right. The TX. Um, yep. I want... <laughs> Is it martial law? Thanks. Martial law? Huh? Martial law? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what was the first one with Penny and Gary mm -hmm. Marshall? That one. Yeah, martial law. <laughs> the year is 1990. Ooh, Doug, you're setting the scene. <laughs> this was directed by... I'm a regular Garrison Keillor. Uh, this is directed by Penny or Gary. Three and a half stars. Uh, Very generous, no matter what. <laughs> Paul, I'm going to stand up to you on that. I think it's about right. Okay. Because uh, it's powerfully affecting. Mm -hmm. And it also is based on a book. And you have... Oh. Twelve names. 
Powerfully effective based on a book, 1990. Three and a half stars from Leonard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I'm mm-hmm. with him. How many names? A lot. I can 12, name 12, that. 12, 12, 12. I can name that movie in zero names. Oh, I, was, I was almost going to open up those cookies and start eating. I thought I had that kind of time. I apologize. Zero names, Chris. Um, name that movie. Is that movie from 1990? Mm-hmm. Is it the movie Big? <sighs> no, Big was like 88, I think. Oh, when, when, what time of day did it come out? <laughs> Chris. Shut the fuck up, Chris. <laughs> Can you come back next week, Chris? <laughs> I may be able to come back next week, Doug. Although the Paul, movie, the Paul, powerfully affecting destroying all the three and a half star is movie Awakenings? is Awakenings. That's right. Know it all. We're with you with your negative seven. Yeah, number one. I'll take a win off a of failure. I don't give a shit. All right, Tanya. I'm bringing in Levine next I week. Hope everybody's happy. I will bring you down with Sam Levine. I'm going to pick through the remains of your failures next week and not answer <laughs> any of my own movies, Sam Levine. Fuck you. Yeah, I'll take a Bye. Oh, it feels so good to win this way. Not having any knowledge of anything and just telling people to name something they can't name. It's a good win. It really feels good. It's, it's about strategy, Chris. Doesn't make doesn't make you less. Are you vining this? <laughs> you Why would I do that? Because you just had your finger on the thing and I saw the green progress bar. I will smash that phone like a box of cereal. <laughs> You guys got any plugs? We got to get going. Any plugs at all? Yes. Paul, what's coming up? What are you doing? Uh, April 2nd through 13th, I will be at the Soho Theater in London, England. (gasps) I love it. I want to play there. Why don't you? I might. (laughs) All right. Keep it cagey, Doug. (laughs) On Paul's British tour, there and again. (laughs) I don't have have anything on the books or anything, and we need some uh, shitheads out of both of these people. What else you got, Paul? I try to tell you, Brits. That's it. Uh, I'm sorry. Did I have to have more? Uh, no, no. You, also, podcasts. <laughs> Just Check them out. Check out podcasts. <laughs> James Starr on one one. He will be there I on This American Life. someone to be listening to this podcast We're, going, I'm not a fan of podcasts. <laughs> Where's Brits at? Brits? Brits? Brit? Yeah, just come over here and write down a name of, uh, of anyone you want me to call a shithead. You don't have to write oh, it on the box of cookies. A, and then where's uh, Katie at? Katie, if you could come down here and uh, write something down. I apologize to both of you for having uh, losers playing f- on your behalf. <laughs> but uh, it's only loser in the sense that they lost this one game that meant everything. <laughs> oh, she's putting it right on the line provided. This is a, and also thank you for wearing the Freddy Krueger sweatshirt. One, very, two, very nice of you, you. Since we were going to mention it anyway. Her sweater reminds me of Zoom, the TV series Zoom. We're going to Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. All, all right, guys, right. let's More talk. Let's talk about stuff from the twenties. <laughs> Remember um, cathode ray tubes. <laughs> uh, Andy Wood, Bridgetown Festival. And also I host a podcast called Probably Science with Matt Kirshen. You can That's find right. It Matt's backstage. ProbablyScience.com. Great dude. Wrote a great piece about the Onion's uh, little misstep. And uh, <laughs> Chris? Talking Dead Sunday Nights, Nerdist TV show, BBC America, coming back uh, March 30th, premiere of Doctor Who. Uh, and then we're on that night. And, uh, and then uh, stand updates on Nerdist.com. All over the country. 
You got shit going on, but you got to be here again next Tuesday at, uh, at 7 p.m. Oh, my burden is to be a winner all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's not, you gotta, you're going to have to bring some more books. <laughs> That's no problem. I can bring you, you all the weird more, sci-fi romance novels. More shit you don't want. Well, yeah. Kr- Krampus isn't a romance novel. Is it? <laughs> he doesn't find love it is a, at Christmas time. <laughs> I was going to beat you with my stick, but there's something about your eyes. Santa brings you presents. I shit in your mouth. That's good. That'll be. I'll put that as the caption for the picture when I when I tweet it. That's what Chris was saying. That's why his mouth's open. Um, I've got uh, stand up at Comedy Works in uh, the state of Denver on. Uh, March, it's a great state. Denver. March 9th. It's a little, it's a little, ins- little joke from the show. Uh, that's at 4.20 on uh, March oh, 9th. And then joke. I'm going to do uh, Douglas Movies on uh, March 10th at 4.20. And same drill at the Punchline in Atlanta on March 23rd and 24th. And uh, thank you guys for being here. We'll see you next week, Chris. I'm sorry I ruined your Denver as a state joke. I'm dumb. I'm sorry. It's not really a joke, so it's just sort of a reference. And as always... Do you know what it is, Paul? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, one time I slipped up and, and I made a category that where, I, where I said uh, it was a category about states and I picked the movie Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. Oh, okay. And then it just sort of stuck that the expression State of Denver. And that I, was the one episode I, I did I say hear. it and hashtag it and TJ Miller loves it. Okay. And you know how that goes. Well, so then I capped on the time that you did that, not just now. I was yeah, going yeah. back to the you're, source. Yeah, you were back capping. Okay, good. This is like memento. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, write it on your skin. Uh... <laughs> As always, Hayden Pantier is a uh, shithead. <laughs> Maker of panties, Hayden. And I hope and pray the person who wrote this down already had this in mind before she got here. Uh, Ed Harris is a shithead. <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart.